Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. It's about people obeying the law. I'm astonished that these corporate citizens and individuals behind these companies decide that they're just going to deliberately flout the, the duly passed law of the land and just say thumb their nose at the system. I mean, it's, it's so unfortunate. That is, of course, Mayor Toronto Mayor John Tory. Well, look, the bottom line is the legal pot market can't keep up with demand. And now, in the last couple of days, we've seen a big part of uh, Toronto's black market uh, given the old cinder block treatment. So this is the new um, pot-busting strategy the city's taking to stamp out the illegal dispensaries. And they've shut down several um, by putting up these huge 2,000-kilo cement blocks that literally totally shut down the entrance once the store's been cleaned out. And then it was the same time time again while the store's open because one of the stores decided to bring in its own forklift and then move the blocks away. Now it's been shut down again, but they're going to come back. That's just how it works. And guess what? There were huge crowds eager to buy. Let's bring in Jody Emery, the Princess of Pot, certainly uh, one of the leading activists in this particular trade. Uh, your reaction to the approach uh, Toronto is taking to stamping out these uh, stores? Well, I think the government and Mayor John Tory missed the message that cannabis is supposed to be legalized. For decades, we've had prohibition, criminalization, arrests and raids and jail time, millions and hundreds of millions of dollars spent of taxpayer money trying to eliminate cannabis. But the free market cannot be eliminated by laws. Laws do not change human desire and supply and demand. So there's always going to be high demand. There's going to be supply. Again, that's what's supposed to be legalized. When we said legalize it, it meant legalize what already exists. As long as you're peaceful and nonviolent, why should you not be allowed to participate? And so, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say it's very weird to hear these opponents saying it's illegal. They're floating the law. It's just shocking that they're floating the law. Well, newsflash. For 25-plus years, the only way laws have changed with respect to cannabis is by floating the law, opening head shops, selling marijuana magazines and books when they were illegal, too. It's always been lawbreakers who forced the issue before the courts. And as always, the government is 10 steps behind the general public. And then they say they're going to legalize it. But as we've seen, it's fake legalization. It's a new prohibition. And it won't work now. It never has. It never will. No, I mean, one of the, the, the stores that they went after is, uh, I think it's called Cafe 66. So this is, I think, a more established, and I think it's one of the more um, uh, visited uh, particular stores. And they've got almost the perfect setup where it's kind of, it, it's it's got a cafe and then they've got whatever. I mean, it's not intrusive. It certainly doesn't look like a pot shop from the outside. But they seem to know what they're doing, and chances are they'll be back in business, Correct. 
Well, obviously, of course. I mean, the cannabis industry in Canada has known what it's been doing for decades. This is like the government suddenly discovering that all these people are into like yoga and going, oh my goodness, there's a massive yoga industry and there's studios everywhere and retreats and people are paying money and holy smokes, we better shut down all the yoga people and do it ourselves. So what we're seeing is the government trying to eliminate a massive industry. We're talking about an industry that's already bigger than mining and fishing and forestry combined. We're talking about an industry that's worth billions of dollars already. The government cannot use force and coercion to force consumers to go elsewhere. People are going to go where they've been going before. Again, legalization was supposed to legalize it. It's insane to hear all of these cops and government officials and corporate cannabis companies Companies like Organigram, which are actually in court for poisoning Canadian veterans with pesticides on their cannabis. But these companies and these government officials, they're constantly condemning the illegal market and they want to be to have it eliminated by tough new laws and new enforcement. But again, that approach has failed. That's what legalization was supposed to recognize. So we need to move towards ending the criminalization, allowing the peaceful operators to take part. Myself, with my cannabis culture venture, we were the first ones to Mm -hmm. set up to provide access to demonstrate what legalization should look like. You know, I should have told the government, please arrest us all and put us in jail, and maybe they would have done the opposite, because everything we told them to do when I testified in Parliament and the Ontario Justice Committee, over and over again, we told them how to do it right. They've done it wrong to try and take all the money for themselves, them being government and big corporate companies run by former cops and politicians. Right. Yeah. So they're taking this very heavy handed approach. It's a very expensive way to stamp it out. And I don't know where they're going to find all these cinder blocks. But uh, nonetheless, this is what they're doing to send a message, obviously, in the uh, GTA that they're going to come and get you. But the the thing is, these people will take whatever um, ownership or, or, you know, rental agreements they have. They'll just put them under a different name and set up shop. So it's a I mean, it's almost impossible. It's like whack-a-mole. I mean, they've got an inventory. They're going to sell it. And they, exactly. you know, so. Exactly. It's, it's, it's bizarre when the government says the legal cannabis industry does not have enough stores and doesn't have enough supply. When we demonstrated years ago that the police could come in and take all of the cannabis and you could open up an hour later with all of it restocked. There's no way for the government to criminalize this industry further, but they keep trying. And Einstein said doing the same thing over and over again, expecting something different is the definition of insanity. And that's what our government is doing. That's the most offensive part. If you're listening right now and you don't like dispensaries, you don't like marijuana, you're still paying for it. Your money is going towards this pointless, wasteful enforcement policy, which is taking it away from your medical health care. It's taking away from everything else that you actually want government tax dollars to go towards. So if you have an issue with marijuana dispensaries, your real issue should be the fact that the government is trying to waste your money eliminating these businesses when those businesses would be giving money to you and me and every taxpayer if they were allowed to be legal and licensed to participate. But when the government says they want to restrict and limit access and the only stores are run by former police officers and politicians, and let's not forget, the RCMP busted Canopy Growth and Metrum five years ago, buying illegal cannabis and trafficking it, but the RCMP covered it up to protect the stock market values. Well, who runs Metrum? The former head of the RCMP, Norman Inkster. So everyone needs to look into 
who legalization is actually legalizing cannabis for and where our money is being spent. Because Trudeau said in 2013, the top priority is to end the criminal records that are harming Canadians and end the waste of $500 million a year on enforcement. And now we have over a billion dollars in enforcement per year and more people getting criminal records, people being evicted from their houses, people being fired from their jobs for being medical cannabis users. We're seeing a massive sweeping violation of so many people's rights and civil liberties all on the basis of it's legal. So legal of legalization of what and for whom and who benefits. Yeah. So we need to start looking at the real way to legalize cannabis where we can all benefit. Because even if you don't like it, it's much safer than the alcohol that government pushes on the citizens and profits from every day. Yeah, and you can't find any because we're running out in the uh, Toronto stores right now. All right, Jody, okay. i got to leave it there. But thank you uh, for chatting. We'll uh, continue talking about it because it's not going away. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Alex. Take care. That is Jody Emery joining me tonight. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point on Global News Radio.